What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Happy Friday, and thanks for tuning into the podcast. We are looking at Exodus 36, and uh, it's a fun one. Creative. Because it's about the creativity of the tabernacle. (laughs) Bob's swallowing (laughs) some food (laughs) right now. (laughs) But she's here. Um, So I guess what I want to kick off by saying is... What's happening in Exodus 36 is only made possible because of what happened in Exodus 25. Exodus 25, when you go back, there's seemingly like a random offering that's taken. God's saying everyone's got to give. It's going towards the building of the tabernacle. Mm. From that point on, a lot's happened. A lot's happened. You had the golden calf. You had Moses going up to Sinai, coming down, smashing the commandments, getting a second round of Ten Commandments. But now we're coming to the place where they're actually going to use the offering and they're going right. to do it in a really cool, creative way. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be all about God and his glory. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there's that there. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want to read that? Yeah. Those you first want, couple of verses. Yeah, you you wanna, read them. You guys, there's a couple names here. I don't really know. All right. So <laughs> looking at the end of chapter 35 into the beginning of 36, it says, Then Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri. The Lord has chosen, oh, son of her." the son of her from the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the spirit of God, with the skill, ability, and knowledge in Mm -hmm. all kinds of crafts to make artistic designs for the work in gold, silver, and bronze to cut and set stones to work wood and to engage in all kinds of artistic craftsmanship. And he has given both him and Oholiab, son of Ahismach of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. He has filled them with the skill to do all kinds of work as craftsmen, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, scarlet yarn, fine linen, and weavers, all of them master craftsmen, designers. Sorry, I'm trying to read the Bible horizontally. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't tell when I transition to right, another line. Or not. Right, right. Um, so basically God's giving people gifts and saying, use them. Yeah, so in that's a little... This is just so cool, you guys. So not only um, is God present among his people, but he's actually gifting them and empowering them to participate with him in the making of the tabernacle so he can be with them. And so really, it's it's all about God. And you see that, like we just read, this is right before chapter 36, that these aren't just, you know, your run-of-the-mill typical kind of gifts, um, craftsmanship, like things that you would think. Like they're unique and ornate, and these people are teaching other people how to do that as well. And so there's this community aspect of of bringing their gifts forward to complete uh, a task um, unto the Lord with the Lord, empowered by the Lord. And then actually, as you read into chapter 36, there's so many people bringing so many gifts and doing so many things unto the Lord that Moses has to say like, okay, you guys just chill out. We got to actually stop here yeah. because we have too many things. We have too many. Got gold coming out our ears. And so that's just an encouragement. That was an encouragement for me um, and for maybe someone else today uh, to use your creative abilities. There's something in creativity that we meet the Lord with. And just a little story. Um, we, I think maybe six, seven, eight years ago, were in couples class. I don't know if you remember this. Probably and not. We, we were talking about just um, what is light. What do you do? Not 
not even a hobby, but just what is life giving for you? Even if it's not something you, you know, routinely do, like you're not collecting coins or stamps or you know, not, not, not that kind of a hobby, but what do you do that, you know, charges your, your energy tank? And I remember we had already been in the large group setting and we broke down into our small groups and there were a few folks in the group that just really could not um, label it. Hmm. They couldn't say, they were like, I don't know. I'm just so tired. I like just sitting, taking a shower, sitting and watching sports center like at night. And it was like, see, that's not it though. That that's not the same thing. And so an encouragement for me, even just before we jump into the rest of this passage was just, what are those things? You know, let's learn about ourselves. Let's learn how God made us. And then let's learn how we can participate in actively um, volunteer, engage, worship, whatever that is with the Lord in meeting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's He's made us each uniquely and he's empowered us with with those things. So what are they? Yeah, I, I naturally then jump to kind of spiritual gifts and what Paul says to the church in Corinth. Right. Where he's talking about how everyone is part of the body of Christ, but you're all different body parts. Mm-hmm. You're all made differently, given unique gifts and skill sets. Totally. Mm-hmm. And so here's 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. Paul tells us there are different kinds of gifts, but it's the same spirit who distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Different kinds of working, but in all of them and every one, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirits given for the common good. To there is given the spirit of message of wisdom, to another the message of knowledge by means of the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts by healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing dis- mm. between spirits, which would be discernment, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still other the interpretation of tongues. All of these are the work of one and the same spirit as he distributes them just as he determines. And so again, like Bobby said, this is all from God, for God, and about God. And so think about how you're wired, what's life-giving to you, mm-hmm. and how can you use that to glorify God and tell other people, about Jesus. Um, Yeah. Another really cool thing about this section of scripture too. And the only reason I know this, you guys, this is a little more digging into the background work was a few weeks ago, I actually gave a talk to some of the women at Emmanuel that are with Jody and Sarah and Women's Walk. And what's going on here just geographically with the Israelites is, okay, so we know that the Israelites have been rescued out of uh, Egypt. Now they're in the desert, they're wandering and they're headed to the promised land. And at this point um, where, you know, the second um, Ten Commandments have been given, they're building the tabernacle. They're about to build um, the ark. At this point, they are the farthest from where they've been, Egypt. And they're actually also the farthest from where they're going, Mm -hmm. the promised land. They're literally at the far southern point of the peninsula, right? So you are literally wondering. You don't know where the world you are. You're, you know... These people, if they don't have Yahweh, they don't have anything. And God in his graciousness is saying, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. And I'm empowering you to do it. And I want to be with you. And I want you to do it. And I want you to partner with me. So meet me here. (laughs) And you've seen all these ways that they've tried to mess it up. Anyway, so that's an encouragement too, is that wherever you're at on the journey, God is with you. Even if you don't feel it, even if you don't know, you can't see The truth is we see it all over in the New Testament, all over in scripture, especially now that Jesus Christ has come, that he's died on the cross, resurrected, sent the Holy Spirit. The truth is that God is near. 
And we see that right now in the desert with the Israelites too. And in a fun, creative way where God's saying, I want to ta- I want a tent camp with you. I want a tabernacle with you. So just a fun little fact. So it turns out God's a glamper. <laughs> I, it, He's a glamper. Clark, that is a gr- that's so funny. That's so go. smart. Yes. So I like how, what you just said there, Bobby, because we can get caught up reading this Old Testament stuff and how many rings are on the curtain? How many cubits? What color? Was you know, it blue goat hair? Why am I reading this? Is <laughs> it goat hair from the back or the belly? I don't remember. But mm. the end all be all, the reason this is given is, again, because God wants to be with his people. Yeah. That's it. So I love the generosity of the community here that allows Amazing. this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, in the New Testament, it talks about how God cares about your heart. And he wants your heart to be engaged. He wants a cheerful giver, not a reluctant giver. He wants you to participate in what he's doing. So I think that's all I got for you today. Exodus 36. God bless you guys. Have a good Friday and a good weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.